Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 893. It's our last show of 2023. Um, it's been an interesting year to say the least. Um, I've got my great co-host with me as well, but, um, Kurt, who's been a great co-host during this year, we're going to be discussing some of the best shows during the year that kind of stick in my memory and Kurt's memory. Plus in the second half, we're going to be talking about some of the best plugins and tech WordPress and tech stories during 2003 should be a fab show. So, Kurt, do you want to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, my name is Kurt, Kurt Von Annen. I own a company called Manana Nomas. I also do a podcast with the same name, focused largely on learning and membership websites. And before you cut me off and say that's great, I just want to say publicly, Jonathan, thank you for having me on the show. You have introduced me to a ton of really fantastic people, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I just wanted to say it's thank you for being so supportive, Kurt. Um, obviously, 2022 was a, at the end of it, was a difficult year. and But I think the show, um, with your help, has found its feet again. And... Um, it's just been a pleasure working with you, and I have my. Um, we all have our weaknesses, but hopefully you would agree, Kurt, that your input is always listened to and considered. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I would. Right. So let's. Uh, before we go into the main meat and potato of the show, um, I've got a couple messages from our major sponsors we will be back in a few moments tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads Convesio is here to help our platform can handle any amount of traffic all without slowdown or crashing with immediate slack support performance optimization and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges your e-commerce business is in safe hands learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. Um, I'd want to point out we've got some fab special offers from the major sponsors. I've got a created list of um, from the major sponsors plus um, all the leading plugins that we utilize at WP Tonic and Services. Got some great discounts as well. What more could you ask? And you get all these goodies by going over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic.com slash deals. And you'll find all the goodies there. 
goodies for Christmas, goodies for the new year. What more could you ask for from Santa, from the WordPress Santa? That's what I'm going to call myself, listeners and viewers, the WordPress Santa, Santa in this episode. Can you imagine it? Probably not. All right. Uh, um, let's go straight into it. Um, so what, one that's memorable is uh, Myro Press, um, Pesef. Probably butchered that as I butcher a number of our guests. It's become a comic. It's become a meme, isn't it? It is a meme. It is a meme. It's become a meme with the WordPress community, my ability to butcher my guests' names, isn't it? They take it they take it well, most of them, don't they? So well, I think they get insulted if you don't mess it up now. Yeah, I think it's become so notorious, hasn't it? Yeah. Mario was a great guest. I really enjoyed meeting Mario on your show. Anything the reason why I put it on is that um I was I was impressed with his knowledge and how he placed himself in the WordPress community and you know he's been he's built a fabulous business it's European based he's Eastern European based but he's managed to build up a fantastic WordPress agency and he's been do done that and for over 15 years but also I think he's seen as a leading influencer in the agency stroke professional developer market as well I think he's got strong following and he just struck me as somebody that was very down to earth but had a considerable intellect as well what was what was your impressions the thing that stuck out to me about Mario Jonathan was um he fielded the question really well from us because the back at the beginning of the year we were still asking people do you think full site editing is a bridge too far you know and and he took that question well and then he got right back to focusing on and this is what i like about people that have established success somewhere it was like these are the four quadrants or the four pillars or the four whatever that my company has strengths in and that's where we focus and then he kind of told us what those four pillars were and uh that was pretty cool because it's it's just another it's just another instance where you interview someone that's got some success behind them and they're like this is my process i follow this process if you follow this process you could have success too and i think that gets lost when people listen to a lot of podcasts it becomes a little bit of noise yeah i think you're totally spot on and he really answered the questions isn't it didn't he with Mm -hmm. direct you could tell they were based on his experience and what he truly believed um so he struck he kind of struck a note with me he, um, he had the ability to be pleasant and direct at the same time something which i can't grasp isn't it <laughs> sometimes it's a struggle for all of us then well i think i can be diplomatic when i want to be i uh, um it's just that a lot of the time i don't want to be uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, on to the next one. It was last week. Obviously, the most recent interviews do struck me in mind. Um, this came from you. This was our interview from Graham Hoffman, the man. We must get the title. To, he said, if we don't, you get into trouble. Graham Hoffman, managing director, buddy boss. Um, what struck you about this conversation, Kurt? Well, there's more than just a couple things to strike me about having Graham on. And that was, 
I had done a separate podcast with their manager of content a month prior, maybe. And I've learned that the people at Buddy Boss aren't afraid to talk. You you ask them a question and then sit back and listen for that answer because they will go on for a bit. They're good communicators. Tom doesn't know. Tom doesn't want to go on anything, but uh, um, but that's his choice. But he's got a couple of good communicators to do the tour. Yeah, you know, for him. So I give him I give him credence for that. Well, well, and part of what I like so much about just that openness and communication and and how we were able to engage in conversation with Graham is. If we're honest, it's a cornerstone product for WP Tonic. And so to know that we have that relationship with them and, and we can reach out to them if we need to, or we can give our customers the, the best social product at the best price, at the best service and support. I mean, it's just a cool deal. And, and it really stuck out to me how open they were to the communication. And it didn't seem like things were as hidden as I once imagined them to be there. Well, Buddy Boss, uh, I give Buddy Boss a bit of slack. And the reason why I give them a bit of slack is that it's a very ambitious company and I've got nothing against ambition. And what ambition commercially, but also commission ambition technically, because trying to build an app on top of WordPress um, to say and to build something that challenges a real strong and well-financed SaaS competitor, which is Mighty Networks, yeah, um, is ambitious. And they have had their difficulties and people like people have thrown a bit of mud at Buddy Boss. They threw a bit of mud towards them by forking, which I thought was unfair to say the least. Um, but then they they received a bit of mud because they had difficulties, technical and support difficulties, when they um, published their first beta of this app. But what I think people, the price point, and also the technical difficulties that I, I'm not an active developer, but I have some com- comprehension of what they were dealing with and the ambition. And they have pulled it off. Um, it's settled down. There's a lot of people, there are a small minority that still have some technical problems, but there's a lot of people using it now. Um, and I'd, I'd just give them credence for the ambition. Is that making sense, Kurt? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, because you're right, it's, it's a big thing to bite off. It, it's not a small... You know, this isn't like making some form plug in to get people to subscribe at the bottom of your footer. You know, this is a, it's a big, it's a platform to itself. So they, I think they've done a pretty wonderful job at rolling that out. And, you know, honestly, getting the buy-in from the public. There's a, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, a lot of traffic on that product. Yeah. So I'll give them top marks for that. And like I say, I'll give them a bit of slack for that. Because um, I think also... But it is a beast of a product. It is a beast. It's um, in administrative. People, I always say, do it in baby steps. You know, it's not only the technical hurdles and the requirements in hosting um, and management of such a platform. It, 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 
it's also the admin and the running of a community with which you have all these elements. Uh, I do not think it's the right choice for somebody that's not even published their first course yet. Yeah, I, I just think it's a little bit overkill if you don't have a bit of experience in running a few courses and then deciding to move up to Buddy Boss when you've established yourself. Do you think I'm on, I'm on the right path there? Well, if I think about Buddy Boss from the community aspect, just from community, not attached to a learning management system, um, then I go to what is your stickiness? I got that word from you, by the way, stickiness. I took that from you way back when. Um, you know, are you having weekly meetups? Are you having some, is there, what brings these people together and glues this thing together for ongoing interaction? Um, the reason it works so good with an LMS, with a learning management system is to your point, multiple courses, students can talk to each other, it creates communication. They create their little tribes within a tribe and it works really, really well for that. But if you're not a course creator and you want to do a social site and try and yank people off of the Facebook environment, well, then you have to ask yourself, what is the offer? What's the stickiness? What keeps people? It's the what's in it for me syndrome. And a lot of, a lot of creators fail to answer that question. And that's why they struggle with this product. Yeah. I think you put that so well. Thanks for that. Um, on to the next one. Um, and that was, um, David Valentine. Um, what struck you about that conversation, Kurt? I kind of picked. Oh no! One. I'm sorry. I've done it. I've done it out of order. I apologise. Um, we need to talk. I, I apologise. Um, the next one is actually David Walker. Uh, or Devon. Devon. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Devin Walker or Solid WP. Um, the reason why I added him is. You know, he's enormously experienced, and they built him and his partner built a really powerful plugin with um, Give WP or WP Give. I always get it the wrong way around. Um, and then they joined um, Liquid Web, which is now um, well. That's one of the problems because they, you know, it's not it's nothing to do with Devon. Um, is that it got three names, haven't they? Um, they got multiple names. Actually, I think they got four, four different names that you could utilize depending on yeah. which part of, of the company that you're talking about, which, uh, I'm sure it makes sense to them, but I just find it totally confusing. But I'm, I'm a simple soul at heart, which if you've been listening to this show for the few years folks you are well aware how simple i am um I'm, but what struck you about devon then well the thing that struck me about you picking this episode was the fact that i wasn't on it it's probably why it's one of your favorites um devon to me is uh, just one of those really cool people i met him at WordCamp in san diego he's an extremely generous individual yeah he? yeah and then i saw him again at another event and He's just a real personable, knows you by name, shakes your hand, you know, good looking fella, big smile. It's disgusting, and, isn't it? I'm so jealous. He's good looking, intelligent. Uh, the women must just love him. And he's talented as well. It's sickening, isn't it? It's absolutely. Exactly. 
And, but he's one of those guys that just makes you comfortable in your own skin. He's like one and it's, and it's a, it's a huge compliment to be able to say that people might be listening to this from other countries and different languages and wondering what I just said, but um, it's, it's a, it's a saying, it just means that he's, he's just really good at communication and relationship building. And, you know, when I listened to that podcast, cause I wasn't on it, you know, he was talking about rebranding and stuff like that. And that is a really that's a key thing to consider when you when you start building product in the space and you got to figure out like if I sell this how is this going to transfer over how is this going to you know how is this going to transition to new ownership or to expansion and he seems to be really dialed in on that channel he's an expert there well i think they him and his partner and the team um done a really excellent and i know a few of the team of the plugin you know Solid WP groups there, um, um, Stella. You got Stella, which is their kind of WordPress holding company, and then Liquid Web. Liquid Web is a traditional hosting that has strong linkage in the WP world. So Stella's their overarching company that kind of deals with the with the plugins and the hosting side connected to WordPress where solid is the themes plugins that they bought this is how I might have got it wrong but this is how I see it um um and I think uh Devin and his team um did a really excellent top job with the rebranding of grouping these various plugins under the solid WP new branding umbrella I, I actually I thought they did a really excellent job that and um He's been one of the drivers. He um, he struck me very si- similar to Mario. Is that he really does have a strong understanding of the business where he wants to take things. He seems to have a clear roadmap and understanding of where he's taking stuff. Would you agree with that? I do. I do. Yeah, and like I said, I've had the benefit of spending one-on-one time with him at these different word camps. And he's just a real, genuine, easy person to be around. Right. On to the next one, which I got out of, which was David Valentine. Um, what did you um, get from this particular conversation? Well, David's one of those people that you introduced me to, Jonathan. And we actually, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't call him a friend, but I'll certainly call him an acquaintance. We we stayed connected after the show. Um, I think he's a very dynamic super cool person. And what I really liked about the episode that we did on the WP tonic was it wasn't, it wasn't strictly down this, you know, WordPress developer plugin, um, timeline. We gave the listeners something a little different in that episode. And, you know, David was really transparent on the show. He talked about, you know, his first entrepreneurial things that he was doing at like the age of four selling stuff to family members, you know, and then a very personal story about uh, stress and his success and how they were clashing with one another. And he basically had to do a whole life kind of redesign to figure out, well, how am I going to be an entrepreneur and not put myself in an early grave? And he redesigned that whole entrepreneur's journey to the point that he lives in the woods in Washington now with his family and is a super chill dude, but owns like eight companies all in the seven figure range. Like it's a really cool success story about how somebody can put their act together. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I, I try and mix it up, folks. Um, 
I try, you know, it has WordPress focus, but I try and bring people from the agency, from the marketing, and from the SaaS world um, and combine it um, because there's only so many people I can interview from the WordPress world. I'm sorry. I know it's disgusting, but I just like mix it up. Um, hopefully you will give us more feedback about the type of subjects and guests. You're very silent audience. Uh, we know look at your comments. I'm not seeing any yet. Uh, you don't join us live. Um, you hardly make a comment. Um, you could say I need to make it, but you can comment on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. The video, these videos, these um, shows are all on the WP Tonic, and you can make your comments there, and you can make your views clear. Now, I I think in order to do that show justice, if we're going to talk about it as a roundup, is um you know the hook the 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 way that we got him on the show and and what we told people we were going to talk about was how to book a hundred sales calls in a month or something like that. One of his companies is a lead generation company and it's all about generating leads with cold, cold contact and stuff like that. So that was the hook, but the story behind the hook, I just thought was really, really good. Sounds great. Oh, we got Jill joining us. Oh, we are going to say good things about you, Jill. Don't worry. Uh, 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 so, uh, <laughs> I'm going to show you his comment. He's another great, he's another great individual in the WordPress world. Um, on to the next one. Um, somebody that I've been following for years and years and years, but, uh, and then developed one of the largest presence in the WordPress space. Um, somebody that I, I think he'd be okay to say he's a personal friend. Um, it's Jason Cohen, um, founder of WP Engine. Um, I just think as an entrepreneur and an intellectual, um, he's somebody, he can talk. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to talk. I can talk. I can ramble, can't I? But I would do. Uh, um, to say I can ramble is an understatement, isn't it, Kurt? Uh, um, at least I'm aware of it. Anyway. Uh, um, um, but he, 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 he's just like two steps ahead of most people, isn't he? You can see, you can see why he's been so successful. What did you get? Um, we had, we've interviewed him and he's been on my round table show a few times. Hopefully he will join us next year. Obviously, he's a very busy individual, so for him to agree on the show, I am always very appreciative. But he's always got clear insights, hasn't he? And he's such a down-to-earth individual, even though he's so successful, isn't he? Yeah. The, the interaction with um, Mr. Cohen was actually a little surprising for me because I was fairly new to your show the first time I met him through the show. And, uh, you know, you had prepped me and said, he's one of the smartest people in WordPress that, you know, and then to back that up, Spencer said, this is one of the smartest human beings I know. And I was like, okay. well, he never uses those words with me. He doesn't, he Spencer, does he? He never, <laughs> yeah. those two words would never come out of his mouth. So I, I was a little, you know, on guard and, and a little less apt to jump in on that call. And, um, you know, what he did that was so cool after the show, Jonathan was, 
he knew I was on LinkedIn. He reached out on LinkedIn, made the connection, you know, liked the post, put in a nice comment, connected to me on x.com. I mean, like, he doesn't have to do that. He runs WP Engine for crying out loud. He doesn't have to do nothing. And uh, it, that just showed me that he's, a, again, I go back to genuine people. If we can continue to connect to leaders in the industry that exhibit themselves as genuine people, um, we're going to, we're going to continue to strive forward and get ahead. He's, um, he's what they call a class act, isn't he? Yeah. A class yeah. Act. He's no pushover. He's tough as they come. You have to be to get the success that he has, it, but he does it in a class way. Um, other people, yeah, they, the, the struggle for success, it's like climbing a mountain, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just extremely difficult to get any traction in anything. But they use that. Sorry to interrupt, but they use that struggle, that enormous struggle, unless you're born into wealth and power. Um, They use it as an excuse to be horrible to people. Um, Jason doesn't do that. So, um, uh, sorry, I interrupted you. What was you going to say? I was in the middle of interrupting you. I thought I'd give it a try for a change. (laughs) (laughs) he's getting getting spicy now i was getting spicy too but the beginning is getting spicy now right i was just gonna say if this was like three decades ago jason's one of those guys where you would describe him as a man's man like this is a guy that you know stands upright has his wits about him has self-confidence but doesn't have that that weird you know, paranoid self-protectedness that we see in today's culture. You know, he's just a solid, solid guy. Definitely say any word, Bryce, that's for sure. Yeah, so I'm super impressed with him, and I'm glad to be connected to him. On to the next one. Um, Can you, next one, uh, I just don't want to, Vicus. Just say Vicus. Vicus, Vicus, sorry, Vicus, Vicus. Um, Insta WP. Um, I kind of compare it to Buddy Boss. It, um, this is um, a really interesting product, and technically, I understand how difficult it's been to achieve. Um, not only the technical side, but explaining precisely what it is and getting, which, um, you know, he's managed to get a really. Um, fanatical following in the WordPress space. Um, and they're finding it really useful. Um, but I also have some grasp of the technical hurdles involved. Um, so that's why I thought I would... I, I didn't think it was one of our strongest interviews, to be quite truthful, of, um, this year. But I've added it um, just to give him some credit some publicity and I'm also going to mention it in the second half of the show um but it does strike you somebody he strikes me as somebody very very focused and extremely determined um very determined and focused individual what what's your thoughts thinking back to the day that we made the show I it was through the interview process that I actually started to understand the real potential of the product. 
is as you said at the beginning while you were introducing it, sometimes you can be on the outside looking in at InstaWP and not really understand what's happening. Um, because it was in this show that he started to talk about hosting packages and stuff. And we were like, what, what are you talking about? These things only last for seven days. And so it was, it was interesting to see the kind of the offshoot, the is offshoots, not the right word, but it's, it's there, there's an option, right? So it's like, you can, you can build it and test it, or you can build it and keep it, or you can build it, keep it for a while and migrate it, or, you know, you can do all kinds of things here. And I was really shocked during the show to realize that he already at that time, I don't know what it is now, but at that time had almost a half a million websites created through that product already. It's mine. It's mine. But you, it's the whole, that's the thing that really does really gobsmacks me is plugins you never even heard of. And they got, they can have hundreds of thousands of installs. And I don't follow, unlike some podcasts, I don't follow every new plugin or, um, review plugins on a regular, you know, we were talking about how we might move the show a little bit. Um, jazz it up a little bit in the new year and we might do a little bit more reviews but still keep the fundamental structure of the show mostly interviews because I always think always want to try and um, because it it can become a bit I'm struggling for the right words here Um, uh, what's the right word it it becomes monotonous boat anchor what yeah, um, let's talk about the last one before we go for our break. Um, another another person, which I think he he would be okay to say he's a personal friend, um, and that somebody I re- is very like Jason, somebody I really admire. I've been following his content, listening to his podcasts for years and years and years, hugely. Him and his wife are real. I've met them a couple of times. <laughs> they are extremely friendly, open people, but they are extremely ambitious. But they do it openly, but they are extremely open as well and generous. Um, it's nauseating, really. These people, they're so, such high achievers and I've achieved so little. But uh, that's Rob Rowling, um, you know, Joint founder, Drip, joint founder of half a dozen companies that have been highly successful and the founder of Tiny Seed, a slightly overachiever. (laughs) Um, So we've had a couple of discussions with Rob. Um, What's your feelings around Rob Ronin in our last discussion, which was around his book, which is a very good book, actually. It was a very good book. And to, to be clear, he was solid enough to send each of us a copy of it, which I thought was, that was a class act too. It was, isn't it? It's a bit like Jason. It's, it's a, you're doing your class, aren't you? Yeah. So I read the book. I really enjoyed the book. I thought it was great. The, the danger of doing this podcast and meeting some of the people that we meet is you run into the danger of possibly becoming a fanboy of a guest. And, uh, that's kind of, I, I, but I, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happened to me with Rob Walling. So, um, there's the SAS playbook that, you know, he sent us copies to, um, there were other books that I got in the audible that I, that I downloaded and listened to the audio books. 
And then I saw that his wife had some published books as well. And so I was reading the entrepreneur's guide to keeping your shit together. And, uh, she is, um, do you think I need to read? I haven't read that. Do you think I need to read that? Then? I, it, it, you might be past some of it already, but for me, it was cool to look back on stuff. And well, Rob, Rob has said to me that he thinks I'm totally bonkers, but I'm a generous bonkers individual. You're a generous. Rob, Rob is brutally frank. And Idiot. a couple of, um, the people think I'm, I, I'm brutally frank. I think one of the comments, um, refreshingly brutal thank you for that uh that's a two-way compliment isn't it i'm nothing compared to rob and rob has said that yeah you do realize you are a bit bonk and i i am a bit bonkers i uh i think it's quite understandable i've been in wordpress for 15 years that would be enough to make anybody bonkers I just, um, when we, if we talk about the episodes in particular, um, what I really liked about, you know, Rob coming was, you know, he talked about AI and the disruption and, and then we did talk about the book a little bit. So it was a really, really great interview, but I think what dwarfs the interview is if you take the time to go through the show notes and you connect to Rob on some of those other channels it starts to open up your view, your perception of, you know, this little business world that's around all of us. And, um, it, 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 between him and his wife, I think they've done a wonderful job on content branding and content development. And there's a lot to learn from a guy that is to your point, very direct, but also very, um, generous and compassionate at the same time. Yeah. He's a pushover. Like I say, he was brutally on it. He said, you know, I won't go in the answer but he said, you do realize that you can be a handful, Jonathan. And I can be, uh, um, but, you know, and I can be impatient and I can say the wrong thing. But I think uh, hopefully, you know, sometimes I've been a little occasionally rough with you, but I've always apo- come back to you and I've apologized about it on reflection. And I'm just a human being and I can be wrong about things and I'll make mistakes. Um, but I, I'm not into cruelty just for the sake of cruelty. No, no. And, but you know what, from the other side of the coin, I, it was until probably my late thirties, Jonathan, before I realized that you never know what somebody else's day has been like. Nah, you, don't. you just don't know. And so you extend grace, you extend a little patience and you give people a chance to come back and, and correct their communication. And that's uh, yeah, that's that. But then you come across other people that actually get delight in making everybody and everything around them a pain in the arse, don't they? They 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 never back off. They yeah. consistently are criticising, and they also like domination. And um, and it's not the odd because they're under a lot. They are consistently like that, aren't they? Um, yeah. Um, I used to be in the car business. I know all about these people. Yeah, we all we've all met them. I think it's time for us to go for our break. I think I think it's been a great discussion. I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, um, we're going to go for our break. We will be back in a few moments, folks. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, 
Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back. We've had a feast about our shows in 2023. I can't believe where it's gone. It's gone in a flash as well. Oh my Godfathers. Um, been a great show. Um, in the second half, we're going to be talking about some of the best plugins and story, WordPress and tech stories. Um, should be a great continuance of this show. But before we go into that, um, I just want to point out if you're looking for a great WordPress hosting partner, um, that specializes in community buddy boss, lifter LMS, learn dash, a tutor, um, LMS, any kind of high traffic, um, in the learning community space. Why don't you look at becoming a partner with WP Tonic? You can find more and it really supports WP Tonic and the show as well. Um, you can find the information by going to wp-tonic.com slash partners, wp-tonic.com slash partners. And I'll have a chat with you if you've got the one or two websites that kind of meet our speciality. I think you'll love the experience. On we go. Right. Um, let's talk about plugins. Um, I think um, we also interviewed Ben. Um, I think, did you miss that one? I think you missed that one, my interview with Ben from Cadence WP. I think you did. Uh, I got on that one, yes. Yes. Um, obviously, there's, there's, you know, you've got Alimator that we provide. Um, you've got Bricks. You've got, um, which is another outside of the Gutenberg experience, you've got Generate Blocks, you've got Spectra. Um, the reason why I just think Cadence, I, I I bought into it. We provide it at WP, but I believe in Ben, and I, I just think that they've built something. It's not perfect. Um, I think different products, different plugins are aimed at different buckets, different groups of people. I think the type of person that would be looking at utilising bricks isn't maybe, um, but I think Cadence does a great job of covering the beginner to the to the intermediate to the the power user, um, and I think it's late, especially its query blocks and what it's done late, lately. I think it's getting close to you could build really great professional-looking websites on Cadence WP. So I'll put it on the list. Um, what do you think? Cadence, to me personally, does a really good job of expanding the standard Gutenberg environment. You know, when you start doing Cadence, Cadence Blocks, you know, Cadence Pro, and you start adding these features, um, it's a step below, and it's not as heavy on your site as Elementor. So you get some of the cool design features um, without having to have, you know, that, that, that big monolith on the site. The, just to give you a real life experience, 
I sold a client on a package based on a starter template and all the normal things that, you know, an agency does to, you know, here's the cheap package and you could have a more expensive package if you want. Well, sure enough, as we developed the template, she was less and less happy. And I was like, finally, I was just like, you know what? I can't have, even if it's out of her budget, I can't have someone be this unhappy with the design. And the starter template was nice. So it's, she was just very particular. Well, with the Cadence package, Jonathan, I was able to go in and just, you know, duplicate the homepage, strip out all the stuff I didn't want, add the the rows and the columns that, you know, she did want. And she ended up with exactly what she wanted. And it, it took me literally 45 minutes to make. You know, it's a really good product. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And I think somebody with, you know, mediocre implementation skills could make really good product with it. Yeah. Um. It's really different. This has been on how do you keep the flexibility of WordPress and allowing new entrepreneurs and new plugins, but you 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 stabilize the situation to some degree. Maybe it isn't possible. Maybe, but maybe that's what um, WP is trying to do is provide really great hosting to our target audience, but also provide a suite of plugins and solutions and give advice we don't insist that our clients utilize and we only advise but we're trying to be a gatekeeper um maybe that this kind of format um and i'm not saying that i planned it all out i just think wp's dropped in and what it's trying to do uh, in a kind of business way is to some extent unique I sense other people are starting to copy what we're doing at WB. Um, that's understandable, but and I get quite um, right. Um, I'm going to sw- change the order a little bit. Let's talk about what I, what I think is what are, what are the biggest powerhouse houses in 2023. It's just godsmacking, um, and I am a bit of a supporter but it's um it's it's the fluid team it's Joel. he's he's here as well Joel. thanks for joining us um and it's wp managed niger you know they are the, the <laughs> appropriate that uh, they are on fire i mean they uh i don't know what they what they what they drink at the uh at the headquarters, but they are bio, uh, um, you know, fluent forms, fluent CRM. I've really bought into that. Um, it's made it, it's made the offering that WP tonic more complete. And I'm, and I, we bought into a lot of their products, but then they brought something that was really missing with the solution that I was trying to offer to clients at W was a really good booking plugin. We offer one um, that's really good as well, but it's it's much more complicated and powerful, and it has its place. But I was looking for more for the beginning that does for coaches, for those that build in a community, and that also connects with Google in a reasonably easy way. And then they brought out fluent booking. Um, um, and they continue. They've got Fluent Auth um, also, and they've got a couple of other baiters out there. They just seem on bloody fire. What do you reckon? 
uh, together, it's a really awesome combination of tools. And, you know, we do a lot with Buddy Boss and with Lifter LMS and, and LearnDash and stuff. But, you know, in the sites that I've used the Fluent CRM tool with Lifter, that integration is automatic. There's nothing to download or open or connect or API keys or anything. You download the plugin, you activate it, and it works. And that's the really cool thing about the Fluent Suite. So whether we're talking about Fluent CRM, Fluent Form, or in this case, Fluent Booking, everything of theirs just, it just works. It's, you don't have to fumble around with, what about this? What about that? Did I miss this? Did I not tick this box? Did I, it's, they're very intuitive and their instructions are straightforward. Yeah. And the founder, Jill, what I like about you, Jill, is, you know, he's on, he's on their Facebook support group pages. He answers, you know, and he listens to people and he, um, and also he's extremely generous. I send that you can send the check to me, Jill, later on, actually. Uh, but no, um, he's been extremely generous towards me and he seems a very open person. It's like some, a quality act, like some of the other people we've talked about. Um, but that's, there's a, you know, I got a bit, deep, I got a bit cynical about WordPress because, um, some of the grief I'll unjust, some of it justified, but a lot of it unjustified. And but um, there's some really great people in the WordPress space, really quality people, and in the SaaS technology space in general, there there are some losers. They actually they make a lot of noise, but when it, they don't actually do much, um, they just make a lot of noise. If you know what I mean. Um, um, but there is a small minority. I, I consider them losers um, because they just. They just don't actually do much. Um, um, but no, they just seem on fire, don't they? On to another one, Ollie. Ollie just blew me away. I haven't had the time to get into it, but it's just we interviewed one of the founders, and I think they're based in Portugal. And uh, I haven't played around with it, but it's still on my radar. I think you've looked at it a little bit more, haven't you? And it's kind of blown you away, isn't it? Well, it's a yes and no. I'm going to take this one back to, if you're a beginner in the WordPress space, the startup feature, the, um, the wizard, if you will, um, puts things into place really quickly. So, you know, here's some templated pages. What pages do you want us to create for you? Click, 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 pick the ones you want, push a button, and it adds the pages and puts the initial format in. That is super cool. Almost like a starter site, the way that you and I would think about starter sites with another provider. Um, but I'll be honest, man, on, on, the, on the back end of it, to actually make the design changes and play with different things, um, there's a lot of opportunities to upgrade to Pro. So it's one of those plugins that I think on the free version is a really big tease. And then you almost need to go pro to get the real functionality out of it and unlock the real design features that that product is holding. Yeah, because I'm not, I actually don't name that because I, I think it's aimed at the more power implementer, eight, one person, small agency um, bucket. Um, this is one of the, it's a problem and it isn't a problem. There's different. There's people that say, well, why don't you use Alamator or you use 
you're you're a bricks hater. No, I'm not. Did he? But well, when it comes, to, well, that's the thing with Divi. Um, I, the founder of Divi uh, and the team at Divi—they're fantastic people. Um, uh, and the founder is when it comes to business acumen and knowing your audience and building a great business. He's an animal. I mean, I mean, that's a London term, folks. That means somebody that you admire. Uh, um, so I'm not utilising it as a uh, disparaging comment. It's actually a he's a, he's just an animal. When he's when he, I've met him a couple of times, he he won't come. He doesn't do interviews, or he won't come on this on this show. I can't blame him really, but uh, um. But he doesn't do many interviews anyway because he's very, very um, down to earth. Um, all the people I've met at Divi, they're always nice people. Um, I just don't, but um, I just don't like the product. <laughs> I just don't like Divi. Uh, but you can't please everybody. Uh, doesn't mean it isn't any good. I just don't like it, folks. Never have liked it. Um, but different different things for different people. If we all like the same things, it'd be a boring world, wouldn't it? I don't, and I don't think it bothers him. He's too busy counting the money. You don't mm. care what I, what a prick like me thinks. Uh, um, so, uh, um, but um, yeah. So only um, yeah, because I think if. I, I really, I'm not really done much with bricks, but um, I listened to WP Tut, Paul. Paul's a great guy, even though he's Welsh. I won't hold that against <laughs> Sheep Shagger, as I say. Uh, um, uh, um, but I won't hold it against him, but he loves bricks. And it looks a really good platform. Um, but I think it's aimed at the power use of the agency. Um, type of people that building websites for people yeah. it's not aimed at the diy uh, that's what i like about the fluent because that, that's the other thing um the fluent i think um their plugins have to kind of they've got a broader folk the necessity they're going to be utilized by people that are just they're not power users but they also got to be have the power so agencies or implementers can do the work that they need so it's a difficult thing that fluent is dealing with and they've got to deal with that in the ux and that um to be fair with Oli, i think they're just saying that the power users i don't think a di person's going to use Oli. that's my you, what do you think i think i think they might all right I mean, I just got into a client's website yesterday that's using some new page builder called Nice Pages. I just never heard of it. Now, these people find stuff, Jonathan. They, they, I don't know how they do it. They go into the repository and they find something and they, they activate it and then they come running to the agency after the damage is done. <laughs> and they thought, hey, can you save this? And I, I signed in and I was like, what is this? Where did this come from? All right, I had instead WP on the list, but I think we've said some good things in the first half about them. So let's move on. Let's move on um, to stories. Um, well, I think WordCamp, I put WordCamp 2023. I didn't attend. Um, it's always a regret that I didn't, but I still think 
it was the right. I'm not going to go in why I decided not to. I think you had a blast. My actual, um, when people, I think in general, people had a great time there. I went to the 2022 um, WordCamp, and that was an odd affair. That was, I still enjoyed it. I did a load of interviews. I did almost 16 interviews at the event. Um, and I went to a few of the parties, but not a lot. I kept a low profile, but I still, I drove down and I had a new car, a new sports car, and I enjoyed the drive. Um, and I managed to avoid the Californian police. So I think I did quite well. Uh, um, but there didn't seem to be as many out as in Nevada. There's so many. You do not want to speed in the northern Nevada, folks, because they're everywhere. Uh, um, but it was a strange affair because of COVID and the restrictions. But I think you, the I think you and I've got the same from a few other people. I think you had a blast at 2023, didn't you? Uh, at both 22 and 23, though the oh, you were at 22 as well. Oh, yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. But it was a strange thing. Would you agree? It was a strange event, 2022. Well, I'm just going to say it, and I realize in this audience I might get some hate mail. Jonathan, maybe it's my turn to get some hate mail. But the hypocrisy during the whole COVID extravaganza was it was a bit much for me to stomach because everybody's outside hugging and having drinks dancing on a boat and going to some bar and having a blast. And then you walk into the facility and people were literally putting on masks and jumping back and going. And it's like, dude, I was dancing with you last night. (laughs) Like, So the COVID thing really did take a lot of the shine off of what that show could have been. But it was my first word camp. It was my first exposure to the community at that level. And I know you went to a couple of parties, but I went to a lot of yeah, parties. You partied like an like eight-year-old, didn't you? I felt young again. And um, it was local to me at the time. So I went bicycling and invited other people from the show to go bicycling. And, you know, San Diego is just a beautiful venue. It was, it was, it was an amazing first exposure to that level of event. I really enjoyed it. And I think the 23, I think a lot of people enjoyed it and it was much a bigger event, blah, blah, blah. And I think I think some people said where it was being held, it was a bit isolated, where the, 20, the actual hotel where 22 was held, I, I thought the hotel, it was an interest, interesting hotel and it was more, it was more where everything was, wasn't it? Both were kind of like that. So... The hotel in San Diego, I felt was more like an open air hotel, right? It was like campus. Um, whereas the facility in Maryland is more enclosed, which speaks to their climate also. Um, but that whole, do you call it a peninsula? I don't know what you call that, but like the, the, uh, hotel was at the end and then it was like water all the way around. Right. But it wasn't really a peninsula. It was just kind of like a, like a semicircle. But inside that semicircle was a ton of shops and bars and restaurants and everybody just kind of hung out within that four or five block radius. It was, it was like, and all the parties were amazing. The people were amazing. There were so many more people. Um, my one-on-one conversations at that particular show, um, were really productive. Sometimes you meet at shows and you never talk to people again. Other times you meet at shows and you walk. I don't know if that happens to me regularly. There you go. Uh, um, on to the next one, WP Tavern. 
Oh God, the tavern! It's in a sorry state. Hopefully, the um, the master will uh, be interviewing. We've got to make Spencer the editor. He, re- I'll, he I'll pay for that. I'll pay for that. I'll pay a thousand in the kitty just to have him. The it'd just be worth. It'd be worth just to watch. Uh, it'd just be worth. It'd be delicious. Uh, um, I'm not sure it'd be great for WordPress, but anyway, let's just watch. Uh, um, but yeah, it's Tavern. Sarah's gone. Um, they've got nobody writing there. The um, the great leader is supposed to be interviewing it. Um, he's supposed to be coming on the show, but he hasn't come back to me. But um, have a maybe have a chat with him in the new year. Um, that should be interesting. Uh, have a chat with the great master, but um, the great leader. Uh, um, I don't know what's going to happen with the, with the uh, but the problem with the tavern, I'm not even sure. Um, coming into 2024, I'm not even sure that I'm not. I, I could understand why the great leader would actually just let it die a death. Really, I'm not even. I'm not sure you can do honest, interesting journalism in the WordPress space anymore. I'm not even sure if it's possible. What do you reckon? I'm on the fence about it, Jonathan, uh, because even though I've been in WordPress for 19 years, I don't have that community tie-in for the 19 years. No. And so I don't think I have a really good overall view of the tavern and its value. It was always a strange beast because it seemed yeah. to attack. Uh, give him his due. A lot of people ha- don't like the great leader. I'm, I try and be f- benevolent and fair. Um, I've been a bit critical of Gutenberg, but I tried not. Um, but I, I still hope, I still have him in high esteem because of what he managed to build, um, which you know and I know isn't easy. Uh, um, but it was always a strange creature, the tavern, because, um, because some people say he's, he's very much a control freak, but other people, now, we've had the editor, Jeff, on the show a few yeah. times, and he said, he, you know, the great leader just left him to it, left him to it too much, and Sarah seemed to be able to do whatever she, to some extent, do what she ever wanted. So it, you ended up with a thing run by the, the great leader that seemed to attack regularly some of his major projects. It was a most strange setup, wasn't it? But it's healthy. Like there's one magazine in the power sports field that is self-funded and not supported by all the ads from Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Harley Davidson. Right. And so all these magazines say, oh, this new model from Suzuki is amazing. It's the best one ever. And then they write a mag- that an article that goes, you know, Hey, we took this thing out on the trail. It's a pile of dog dirt. And, um, and you go, well, that's because those marketing dollars are driving that commentary. You know, it's like what they say about big pharma with mainstream media. You're, we're never going to get the straight answer on that stuff because it's where the funding comes from. So the idea that the great leader would own or, you know, have that kind of power with the tavern and we assume that someone's going to run it, run it independently and write whatever they want. I think that's a pipe dream. Yeah. Well, I want to the next one. Um, Twitter, um, a constant source of stories. Um, um, its owner, who is as bonkers as a bag of frogs, uh, I mean, absolute bonker. You know, he's he's becoming a 
a caricature out of a Bond film. I think uh, that's my personal opinion. Uh, um, but it, it's been good. It's, it has it supplied an endless source of stories for my round table show, um, categorizing um, the utter turmoil. But I still use it and I paid for my green because I wanted to upload videos to it. And I just, I just go with the flow. Um, but it's, to say it's been the right, it's been the consistent tech, bigger tech story, the ride of the year, isn't it? Twitter, isn't it? You and I are one of those, you know, we're the odd couple on this one. We agree to disagree. Yeah. I think I was about to dive off of, I found Twitter horribly pessimistic. Before it really is, isn't it? it was, you're right. I'll, yeah. I'll disagree there. And, and it actually, you know, because you got to remember, everyone aggregates their news feed differently, right? It's, it's you know, AI to a certain extent. And so my algorithm gave me a more positive feed after his purchase. And then, to be fair, I wasn't super connected to WordPress people on Twitter before. But after I went to WordCamp, I connected with a lot of folks. So now it's kind of become this lifeline for me inside the WordPress field. So, be, so between that and post status, yeah, can I just interrupt? I, I think as a platform, I think it's still powerful and has a lot of use. I'm just talking about the marriage, you know, it's all the drama, all the, all this extra stuff. I just don't. I think, but, be, be, be true. If he never wanted to buy it anyway, he was forced in the end by. Um, the De- Delaware business call into yeah. buying it in the end. I'm not even sure he ever wanted to take it on in the end, did he? Um, you know, I don't know if he's the most bonkers CEO executive on the planet or if he just gets the most pressed for it. Because in my corporate experiences, I have run into one Looney Tune after another. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that off bet, off bet. You wonder, you just wonder, how did they manage to make get into the position, get the paychecks they are? You just wonder, don't you? You know, and I would like to think that I wouldn't change too much, but man, what would I be like if I had, you know, a couple billion dollars in the bank? Oh, it would bonkers anybody. I probably wouldn't care what Jonathan thought either. <laughs> no, nobody does anyway. Well, I'm surprised there's a few people that really, um, I was naive there because I didn't think anybody would be interested in what I've got to say. Uh, all right, on to the last one. Um, WP Walker Cooler and Sari Reed. Um, it was just the Walker Cooler. Um, wish it well. They've never been that friendly towards me, um, but I'm the, but they haven't been unfriendly. Um, I kind of once I met her once a couple of times that. Last time was a few years ago at the Los Angeles Word Camp. She kind of ran away from me. I think she recognised me, and she had a um, a picture of gross disdain on her face when she recognised me. Uh, um, um, I'm not sure if that, um, but she just went on a rant for two episodes, didn't she? You know, um, she just went off the big dipper. Um, I thought I could rant. I tend to do it in private, um, um, and I could understand the frustration, and I could understand um, this kind of um, 
frustration. And I just, I, I kind of really disdained it a lot. But then you mentioned about a couple of other people. I won't mention their names that really believe in open source software and really contribute a lot. And you pointed it out to me that they really, and they're not idiots, the couple of people that you mentioned to me. They're really smart people. And they've really, I just feel they've really bought in to this thing. And some of it, um, I just think it's the Wizard of Oz. I think it's the great leader got a lot of people to contribute a lot of time and effort. Um, and I think a lot of people, well, I woke up about three, four years ago uh, about the realities of the situation, but I've, I didn't realise, I think a lot of other people still bought into it. And, and this is the madness of WordPress because I don't even think all this smoke and mirror stuff is even necessary. Um, I, I, I really think um, the great leader and automatic can do their thing that, and they could do it in e-commerce. There's loads of potential there and it, they could work much more easier with wordpress.org and the open source traditions. Um, but nobody wants to do anything, and I maybe because I just don't have the information. It's normally because there's a load of money involved, and they can't. That's normally the reason. So, but I could understand her frustration, but it just went on and on and on and on, didn't it? Oh boy, this is the episode where I get my hate mail for sure. Um, outsider looking in, just. You know, I've been slighted, I've been shorted, I've been stolen from, I've been all those things. I, all the, and I know it sucks. You tried to pull up with me. I know it sucks. I know it hurts. I, I, I get it. But at some point, you know, sometimes you don't even state your case. You just move on to the next thing. But if you feel that you have to state your case, you state your case and then go on to the next thing. But uh, the episodes that, you know, we watched in preparation for the roundtable show, I it was a struggle to get through the episodes. I was like, oh my goodness, there's a lot of emotion and drama here when there it could have been an opportunity to share something of more value. That's all. Yeah, it's very diplomatic. I think I, yeah, it just struck me. It just went on and on too much. But, it, but, but to be fair, I could understand the frustration because yeah. I think a lot of this is totally unnecessary. Um, and um, it's, it's the strange culture of WordPress in the last couple of years. It's a most strange concoction, which is brew of frustration and different people. Um, the abundance of blocking people on Twitter, accusing them of things uh, of, um, it's quite like the, um, what was the, um, the witch trials of, in a, it's Salem got, witch trials. Pardon? The Salem witch trials? Yeah, it's got it's got that it's got that kind of taste to it, hasn't it? You know, you know, it's just really bonkers from beginning to end, isn't it? Well, in in this new era, people have lost the idea that you can disagree and still be friendly. You know, that there's this assumption that if I don't agree with you or if I don't raise your banner high and celebrate with you, 
that I hate you or I wish harm on you or whatever. And that's just not the case. I just don't take the time to celebrate your opinion at this moment. Um, and I'm kind of direct like that. Uh, but it, it's, uh, in any case, you know, if they've got their audience and they're experiencing success with that, I don't wish them to not. No, I don't. I, it just, it just, yeah. it was like, it was two episodes of utter um, frustration and emotional spewage. But it's their show and it's those things that are right. So I will take all the heat, Mo, but I think we, I think we've been reasoning fair in this show for well, me. She was very public about what happened, and I'm not going to say I don't understand and I don't have empathy. Um, I've been there. I've been driven. I've been driven from a part of the industry that I loved. Um, over some people would say a personality dispute. Uh, I say it's an ethics dispute. But you know, I I'm not going to build my identity away from that situation by being the guy screaming the loudest about how unfairly I was treated. What I need to do is redirect my positive energies towards growth in that new lane that I'm in. Yeah, the only defense I would put, uh, I want to be totally fair towards her, is that I thought, I thought, what well, you're being very naive here, but you pointed out a couple of other people who are not naive at all. Yeah. They're, that, they're much brought, they've made a lot more money than me, and they run big WordPress plugins, and they really buy into this into this into this and they've donated a load of time money yeah uh, into it you pointed that out to me and i re i listened to what you said and it gave me a slightly different perspective because these individuals aren't fools and i was thinking oh you're you've just been foolish lady you know i've known but i they do buy into this, and I, it's the only thing I really blame the great leader on. Is I, I just don't really understand why he even has to be that way. I it doesn't. I don't even understand why you have to have this feeling and treat people and that quite smoke and mirrors and intrigue. I I just came to the conclusion as part of him that actually likes it. He actually likes mm. likes all that, you know. He likes it to be a bit uh, iffy, um, you know. But is so. I've got mixed feelings about it, so I'll try to be fair. I think it's time to wind this show up. We're having a break for Christmas. We will be back in the new year. So, Kirk, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to? Uh, business stuff is on Manana Nomas dot com manana no mas and then all my social stuff is manana no mas and our podcast is manana no mas so there's a theme there and then if you want to get a hold of me personally make a connection that would be on linkedin uh i'm kurt von Annen on linkedin and i'm the only kurt von Annen there so i'm easy to find like we said we love some feedback um got plans for the new year i've got to say folks i was thinking of maybe um um removing the round table show i'm still i love it though i love the conversation and i love the panel and having guests but i do wonder next year uh, i do think is it possible to have any real discussion in the wordpress space if, or the tech space i think it probably isn't but i'm still thinking about it if you've got any thoughts about it listeners and viewers send them to my way if you would like us to continue the monthly show, I can't 
have I haven't got the bandwidth to make it a weekly show, and also I don't want to do that because having a monthly show, a roundtable show, means that I, I can just choose the best of stories, and I'm not under so much pressure. Um, so I love your thoughts on that. But we've got some great guests in January coming on the show. We're going to have some great discussions. And with Kurt, and I want to say, Kurt, it's been a really blessing that you've been you've become part of the show. It's made a big difference, and um, I'm very grateful for your contribution, Kurt. I appreciate that, Jonathan. Thank you. Yeah, yeah fun working with you. Oh, thanks. We will be back after the Christmas New Year break, folks. See you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.